CSR, or Corporate Social Responsibility, is something that has become increasingly important for companies in recent years, and something that Lidl takes very seriously. Because while we have to run a successful, profitable business and continue to serve our customers and team members across the country, we also need to be sure that we are making a positive impact on the environment and on the communities where we operate. Hi, I'm Stephen McCausland, Deputy Store Manager, Clanny. And I'm Neve Dunlee, IT Business Consultant at Lidl. And this is Lidl Chats, a podcast series where we get to know Ireland's best-loved supermarket a little bit better by meeting the people behind the business, our colleagues who come to work here every day and make Lidl what it is. Before we get started, why not get involved? If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, hit that follow button and leave a rating or review. In this episode, we dive into the fascinating world of Lidl's corporate social responsibility team. We find out what it's all about, meet the people driving our CSR initiatives forward, and also discover the positive impact that these initiatives are having on our environment and community. Across multiple teams within FoodCloud, we're actively encouraged to go and visit charities, do store visits and see the people that are actually um, making it happen at ground level. That's something I definitely enjoy myself. It's not necessarily for me about having CSR in your title. You know, we we all play a role in supporting the CSR strategy. And is food waste something you keep in mind when you're shopping? Oh, I would, yeah. Yeah, because I'd be on a budget, like, you know, so I would. I don't waste any food. It's either, like, if there's something left for the birds or the cats or even the rats, they need to be fed. Do you know what I mean? Loads coming up for you in this episode of Little Chats. CSR is such a big area as you're about to find out, so we're going to focus on one specific part of it, and that's food waste. How big an issue it is, and what Lidl are doing to help. So let's meet our first guest. Elaine O'Connor heads up the Lidl CSR team, and I started by asking her simply, what is CSR, and how she first got into the world of corporate social responsibility? I've grown up on a, a dairy farm um, in, in Wexford and um, I have a background. I, I studied agricultural science in uh, only, you know, kind of down the road in, in UCD. And it, funny enough, there was a, a course on agri-environmental science um there but I, I I didn't study that element of it and it was funny because we all kind of you know had, I suppose had a bit of a laugh and a skit at it but I um I was working for um a beef company and sustainability was becoming more and more of a, a topic for them and and I I suppose from a personal point of view and like from a, a media point of view you know agriculture was getting a bad rap for what they were doing from an environmental point of view and I suppose that was kind of my you know call to action that okay, I'm not farming myself. I can't maybe make those changes, you know, in my um, day-to-day from a farming point of view. But I was like, how can I get involved and make that change um, on a personal level in my, you know, my work environment? So I, um, the Irish Food Board, so Board BIA, have been operating the Origin Green Sustainability Programme since uh, 2012. And they do a master's programme as part of it. So I decided to... um, leave yeah full-time I suppose employment and, and go back to college and uh, do that master's because I wanted to I suppose have a voice and change the narrative around what 
you know people are saying around food how our food is produced how it's how it's been grown um, and try get that you know message you know out there in a in a better way because I think you know the food industry has um you know a, re- a really good you know story to tell it's had a really you know I suppose positive impact on me and how I've grown up and my attitude to just you know food and food in general we are grounded in our a better tomorrow strategy which we have been working on for a number of years and we have a a different uh, we have a framework which has been previously i suppose within four pillars and so looking at protecting resources uh, around the environment team legal and community works and but it's evolved now into i suppose six different focus areas so looking at climate biodiversity resources how do we act fairly so the the social side um, engaging in dialogue and I suppose a, a newer uh, kind of focus area on promoting health um, and CSR is very much evolved from social like charitable uh, donations into you know an environmental point of view so what we're doing around our, our carbon um, emissions there was um, definitely an awareness across the business about food waste if you were to put food waste into financial terms like so now I suppose everyone's talking about cost of living um it would equate to 700 around 700 euro um in a typical or average household um like in terms of yeah food that's wasted on an annual basis so that would be the environmental protection agency um would do different campaigns and have been trying to put together at least understand like where is food wasted like it's not all wasted within store like it's at home like how we store use forget about I don't know the head of cauliflower or whatever in the back of the fridge it's um also you know the specifications that we have um for say fruit and veg in store so that obviously impacts like the growers and like what happens at manufacturing level as well you might have to you know trim off a certain amount of leaves or you know whatever it is to make it look you know pretty or nice for for a customer because they don't want to see you know blemishes or I don't know a wonky carrot maybe even though that's become a bit more of a of um you know something that you see in in store so there's a whole variety of reasons why like food waste arises across the whole supply chain um and it's like it's obviously it's food that is perfectly fit for people people to to eat so it's like how do we what's our role within that so waste not for example as a concept that you know products that can be sold or sold to customers at a like a different reduced prices um for example and um look and then food that might say maybe get damaged in some way is donated to um charity through food cloud so like the store team can go through the foodiverse app and say i've got three heads of cabbages and I don't know a couple of boxes of cereal or bag of rice or whatever it might be they can log it on that um, and the charity partner will see it and be able to come to store and collect it so Lidl originally partnered with Food Cloud back in 2017 and the goal at the time would have been um, to donate one million meals the main objective was cutting down on food waste 
that would have arose in store and uh, you know avoiding um, it going to landfill uh, for example or to incineration at the time the target was a million meals but when that was um, I suppose achieved we re-looked at that because it wasn't just having an impact on like number of meals donated but also on our carbon footprint you know savings as part of that because it was you know been avoided going to landfill so um, the current goal is um, to donate um, over 4 million meals um, to, to food cloud so that's you know quite an achievement since 2017 to today we'll hear a little more from Elaine later but first Elaine mentioned our partnership with food cloud and that brings us to our next guest hi i'm rory and i'm the account manager for lido within food cloud so throughout today a product can become damaged for example cereal boxes multi-packs that are perfectly fine for consumption but can't be sold in store the next stage of the process is to donate the food via the Food Cloud app. But I've always wondered what happens after we click that donate button. And that's where I started my chat with Rory. Well, after a store clicks donate on the app, it's uh, a notification is immediately sent to one of their charity partners under schedule. So the charity will receive the notification with a estimate of the food available and they'll click accept or reject. And then they'll pop into the store at the designated collection window. Sometimes charities pull together and um, arrange deliveries in bulk and then they'll um, transfer the food to um, multiple locations. And sometimes it's just generally the, the charity volunteers who will go to the store and collect and bring, um, bring it back. Who can avail of the food cloud service? When people often think of food cloud collections, um, kind of food poverty is kind of synonymous with the, with the collections in some way, shape or form. But often the food is, is used just to bring people together for say like a men's shed or a youth center, you know, get the kids off the streets and food is the great um, kind of equalizer across everyone. You know, it gets people together, whether it's just to have a chat about mental health or, you know, get kids and, you know, doing the active um, kind of activities to kind of further their development. There's um, definitely projects within Food Cloud where the Food Cloud Charity Network, where you know the, the service users are actively encouraged to to help prepare the foods and um, possibly set them on a, a path forward in the, the food industry in one some shape or form. So there's a place in Drimna. They work in addiction services, um, so they get people together. Their key goal is to get people back into the workforce um, after experiencing some form of addiction. And the donations, you know, that the, the app and Lidl um, help with, it's, it's just, like I said earlier, it gets people together. It gives them some sort of routine in their daily um, daily lives. And you're more likely to have a an open heart-to-heart conversation if you have a cup of tea and a, a sandwich in your hand. What drives Food Cloud as an organisation? Our vision is for a world where Food Cloud isn't needed anymore. So a world where there's no surplus food. Now, that's... Um, likely never to happen like uh, businesses are always going to generate um, surplus food but our core vision is for a world where no good food goes to waste and we can do that by helping it support local communities and bringing food to bring people together and so that that's our key goal it's hard to measure in numbers but that's what kind of drives us on a daily basis and finally rory what volunteer opportunities do food cloud have so we, we have three hubs in Dublin, Cork and Galway. Um, so that's where we deal with kind of larger scale um, surplus levels that, you know, retailers or charities can um, collect individually. So um, Lido volunteers last year participated in, in volunteering across the three hubs and they would be doing things like sorting the stock and um, labelling. And 
we also have a, a program that's called Gleaning. Um, not sure if you've heard of that. So that's something that's really captured the imagination from the Lido uh, CSR team. And that essentially involves um, harvesting um, the crops of um, of farms after the economic harvest has happened. So the, the mechanical harvest has happened. There's leftover um vegetables, fruit or vegetables that won't be going to retail level and the, the volunteers will go through the field, pick them and bring them back to the hubs and they're they're redistributed across our network. So that's definitely something that's um it's an easy sell for for volunteering opportunities because it's just it's a fun day out team building experience for the for the teams involved. So that's how Food Cloud works and the impact the partnership has on charities and community groups around the country. But this partnership also has a positive impact on me and my colleagues working in Lidl. We asked some of our store managers to send us a voice note about how they feel about the initiative and here's a little selection of messages we received. Hi, my name is Joseph Moynihan and I'm the store manager of 216 in Mitchellstown. I grew up farming, uh, beef and an array of vegetables so food wastage never sits easy with me. Because of the standards the business demands for our customers, removing full packets of fruit and vegetables because a unit in that packet is deemed not fit for sale was always a hard pill to swallow. Now, uh, because of Food Cloud, Lidl and ourselves as employees have a chance to use all of this food to give to local charities or community groups who will provide for people in need. Hi everyone, I'm David from Tipperary Town. It's great to support communities such a simple way. All you have to do is organize the donations nicely in the Apple boxes. It's easier for them to go through and pick what they need. Our SRP team look at the charity donation as a good deed rather than a KPI. The store team will always ask if we have a write-off and they always check to see if it'll be okay to donate to the charity. We have a good relationship with the charity that collects from us. We have the app on the store phone so we can log how much stock we have to donate. Uh, we also have an alarm on the store phone so we don't miss one of the windows. Um, an important thing for us is having a contact number for the person in the charity. Uh, we can contact them if we have additional stock and in turn they would contact us if they can't get a volunteer to pick the stock up on a particular day. We had an opportunity to send some of the store staff down to the location of the charity to see what actually happens with the stock when it arrives at the location um, and they had an opportunity to actually help give out the food to the people in need. Ultimately, the charity donation is a KPI, but for us, it's realising the impact we can have when there's people out there in need and we can help. Is food waste something you keep in mind when you're shopping? I do keep it in mind. I wish I was better at it. Um, yeah, it's a, I'm, tr I'm trying to be better. So food waste would be a bugbear of mine. Uh, so some people in the household tend to buy too much food and we never use it and it gets thrown out every week. Yeah, so it is a consideration for half the household. So I'm quite good at the, how I can manage everything. So actually it's no waste of food because I know very well what do I have for the day by day. So I save a lot of money. Oh, I would, yeah. Yeah, because I'd be on a budget, like, you know, so I would... I don't waste any food. It's either like if there's something left for the birds or the cats or even the rats, they need to be fed. Do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah, there's only two of us. So we don't we don't buy in bulk and we don't buy but we have to buy for the week because of boat work. Do you know what I mean? So we have to plan the dinners out and they'll find this is very good for the dinners and stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. Um 
yeah like we don't do huge shops just for that because I'm not good at setting out plans and all that kind of stuff so we come in get a few bits and go again so that just nothing whatever we want we're going to get in the day yeah I really want to buy like small portions for me that I can eat and uh, nothing gets uh, like bad it's much harder now since there's only two of us in the house when there were six of when we were six at home there was never any waste but now it's trying to when you what you're buying and that's where my freezer comes in handy even with the bread I might uh, have it and put half in the, in a bag in the freezer and then take it out the night before when I need it and yeah And food that can't be donated through Food Cloud can be used in a different way. Yeah, so in NI, um, Hugh McAfee, so on the logistics side, he has um, developed a relationship there around the hydro-treated vegetable oil. Um, so he's trialing a, a number of different alternative fuels uh, within the logistics a logistics fleet. Some of the food in store, you know, where it's not fit um, or it's gone by its date. So example with the food or sorry, the waste not. Yeah, yeah, if it yeah. doesn't, if it doesn't sell, you yeah. have to pull it off. So that's can't be donated to charity because it's it's gone by, um, you know, it's it's date. So for obviously quality and um, health and safety reasons or food safety reasons. So the Dolav, like as you say in the back, like the, that green bin will go to FSM, so Food Surplus Management, and um, yeah, they will take that waste away and it'll uh, go towards like yeah anaerobic digestion, and yeah, the kind of gases from it feed into um, the logistics. Before we wrap up, let's hear one last time from Elaine. She had a very important message for everyone at Lidl. For me, I know I have CSR in my title, but you know everyone in the business, as much as I do, you like you play a role in supporting um, CSR. So we we all get to champion it in our in our own way. The buyers from their side bringing suppliers in, um, like you can see the construction and, and property side of the house. Again, they might necessarily have CSR, but it's it's on their radar. So again, we we all um you know play our own role in that side of it. Um, you don't have to go off and do a master's for two years like me to like up upskill um in in this area it's putting your hand up having conversations you know within your business with csr teams reaching out see okay how can i make headway in a certain area and you know we're there to support as as much as possible on different projects that you might have in that area but like yeah it's it's not necessarily for me about having csr in your title we all play a role in in supporting the csr strategy so there you have it I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned a little bit more about CSR and Lidl and the role it plays not just in the company, but in the community too. Neve, on the next episode, you're going to be meeting a man who's been with Lidl for 21 years. Yes, I'm going to be talking to Darren Devine, who joined Lidl just after it arrived in Ireland. We will talk about those early days, how he rose through the ranks, how Lidl has changed in the last 21 years, and what characteristics and qualities a person needs to thrive in a fast-paced environment like Lidl. Hope you can join us then.